Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of November 6, 2017. We welcome Carlos Rivera who will be competing in the Copa Combate tournament taking place November 11th live on Telemundo. $100,000 on the line. This plus much more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Light, go. We're going, Light. GNC, we're going. Tell them you go. Control, go. 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 We are go. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're going, Light. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Hi everyone, uh, Rodolfo Roman here, your host of The Roman Show. We're about to begin another episode and ready to go, get going. And on the other end, here joining me as always, my co-host, the dashing one, Mr. George Alonzo. What's going on, George? Of course, thank you very much for that awesome intro. Now let me just get my margarita of the day from my uh, secretary here, Carmen. Carmen, pass me the... Thank you. It's too too sweet. You know what? Get out of here. You're fired. This was supposed to be a raspberry margarita. It came out too sweet. God dang it, Carmen. You're fired. you, You don't know how to mix my drinks. God, women. So what's going on? Of course, we get the big show coming up December 9th, George, where we have to let everyone know it's absolutely free, taking place in Sweetwater, Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest. You're going to have great wrestlers such as the legendary Glacier, uh, Jesse Neal of TNA or Impact Wrestling and much more. George, we're what, uh, a little less than uh, a month, oh, about a month ago. Yeah, uh, you know, if you want to go into milking and promoting that event, yep, definitely. We're having one title match and then two qualifying uh, United States title matches uh, to be finding out who's going to be facing each other in the month of June for the United States Championship. But basically, yes, the Sweetwater Fan Fest, just a couple weeks away, we were months away, obviously, when it first was uh, promoted on social media. Now we're just a couple weeks away with a huge main event being Jesse Neal of TNA or Impact Wrestling, like you were saying, versus the five-star superstar, Max Stardom, that you've seen on NXT, and CJ O'Doyle that you've also seen on NXT. What a main event for the heavyweight title. And you can get your tickets absolutely free. Just head on over to eventbrite.com. Or also follow them on, uh, on Facebook, Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest. Make sure you like the page and get more details about this upcoming event that is absolutely free. December 9th. Uh, 250 Southwest, 114th Avenue, right there uh, in Sweetwater, the city of Sweetwater uh, in Miami-Dade County down here in South Florida. Also, I'd like to let everyone know the Garden Bros Circus is coming to town November 10 and 11, taking place at the Miami-Dade Fairgrounds, 10901 Southwest 24th Street. Tickets are on sale right now. As you can speak, head on over to theromanshow.com for more details. And the Miami Book Fair will be coming to downtown Miami November 12th all the way through the 19th. You're going to be able to see some great authors there 
that you'll be able to meet and greet and hear from them at the Miami Book Fair. All right, we're going to get things started here with a little pro wrestling talk with Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a Reality Check. Well, I hope you got your tickets. Ring of Honor comes to town at the War Memorial in Fort Lauderdale, November 11th. And as long as I can recall, George, I think this is possibly the first time Kenny Omega comes to town. I could be wrong, but I think it's probably the first time that we will see Kenny Omega here in South Florida. Yep, hence the title of the show, ROH Elite. Uh, as a matter of fact, even if you look at the logo, it's all based on like Bullet Club slash Kenny Omega's look of you know the Terminator and all that sort of, sort of stuff. So they are technically revolving the show a lot about around whether it's the debut or not around Kenny Omega, and that is by far one of the biggest things in ROH history when it comes to their upcoming tour here in South Florida. Now, this also coming off the big announcement over the past couple days of Wrestle Kingdom 12, the main event, being Kenny Omega versus the GOAT, of course. I'm talking about Chris Jericho. Uh, so basically, you know, after that big announcement, who wouldn't want to see Kenny Omega live before Wrestle Kingdom 12? And we're going to get to the topic right now, but I'd like to also remember, remind everyone, we had it on our uh, on our website, theromanshow.com, that Ring of Honor Wrestling will be raising money for Puerto Rico relief at the Florida show. There's one in Lakeland, and November 11th here in uh, Fort Lauderdale, they'll be collecting funds there to help out the victims of Hurricane Maria. Kenny Omega, of course, the big news over the weekend is that he will be taking on Chris Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom in the Tokyo Dome. George, this is this is great because you know Wrestle Kingdom, as we know, has become bigger and bigger every year. And now we're to the point. This really reminds me of when WrestleMania was what it was back then, when you will start seeing the feud start early, even before the Royal Rumble. You will kind of get a little hint of it. This is what they're doing in Wrestle Kingdom. We're already in November, so they get that two-month period to build up the match. You know, It's not like how they do in the WWE, where they got weeks to build the feud. But the anticipation uh, that Wrestle Kingdom has developed, or New Japan Pro Wrestling, not only in Japan, but in the United States and all over the world, really, uh, it's quite incredible. And to see now Chris Jericho head on over to New Japan Pro Wrestling, where it's not the first time he's been. He's fought in, in Japan many times prior to going to WCW. That, I mean, that, in fact, I believe he even knows a little bit of Japanese. So Chris Jericho is no stranger to Japan. And now he's going to be able to wrestle the way that he knows how to wrestle against Kenny Omega, the self-proclaimed trendsetter. Everyone wants to be like Kenny Omega, according to him. And according to him where he said in a press conference, everyone in the WWE is lower than him. He didn't mention Chris Jericho, though. Yeah, well, the, like I said uh, last week, you know, Kenny Omega is on that path of being known as a GOAT. I'm not, I'm not going to deny the guy. He is on that path. Uh, like, he's the best, but he's not the greatest yet. Because to me, Chris Jericho is still in that throne. And maybe come Russell Kingdom 12, maybe we do see the passing of that torch. Maybe we do see Chris Jericho passing the torch to Kenny Omega. Or maybe we see Chris Jericho actually make history by winning the New Japan United States Championship. 
But the fact of the matter is, is this. Even if Jericho was ahead on Kenny, is not by far. Is not by far at all. Is maybe two, three steps behind. But basically, this is going to be one of those epic main events you don't want to miss. Uh, you know, it all started with a personal, you know, verbal war on Twitter that turned into an actual match at Wrestle Kingdom 12. And I cannot wait to see it. And who would have thought that this would happen? You know, we saw Chris Jericho not too long ago on WWE TV. And by the way, he did not inform WWE he was doing this. And he is a free agent, so he's able to do anything that he, he wants, really. But to see him in New Japan Pro Wrestling, when I saw the video online, that, that was like, what the That got me excited. That got me, that, that took me back to, you know, every time you were tuned into Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, you didn't know who was going to show up. It took me back to that. Something that we haven't seen in WWE or any of the other companies, really. We haven't had that excitement in quite some time. Uh, maybe in, I, I would have to say, yeah, in quite some, yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, the thing I'm actually questioning is, is the list going to debut in <laughs> Japan? That's a very good question. I, I don't know if it's WWE copywriter or if it's Chris Jericho, but that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, and like I said, if, if it's going to be funny if he actually puts Kenny Omega on the list. Because that, that promo, that he, he was very serious. He came out like a very serious Jericho, wasn't clowning around or anything. Yeah, but the scarf was still there. Yeah, but he had a very serious take on it. Yeah, he did have a very serious thing. But, like, if you're a fan of Chris Jericho, you always want to think the same thing. You know, what the, even Chris Jericho has said it on record that ever since he made the, the, the list, this has been the most fun and most over gimmick he's ever done in his entire career. And... Now, because fans are, you know, putting one and one together, now I wonder if all these Japanese fans and American fans, when they watch Russell Kingdom, they're wondering, hey, with Chris Jericho comes the list. So does, is the list going to make a debut with Jericho at Japan? Hmm. Well, I could tell you this. So the Japanese wrestling fans didn't know who he was. They were chanting Y2J, Y2J. So there's going to be a uh, a lot of support there for Chris Jericho, and, and we're excited. I mean, shoot, who wouldn't want to be at the Tokyo Dome uh, next year in 2018 to watch that match, Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho? But you're going to get a sneak peek because Kenny Omega will be here November 11th, the day after Veterans Day at the War Memorial for Ring of Honor. So make sure you are there and get your tickets uh, before it sells out. All right, want to get this one out of the way here. P. Diddy, we all know P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Sean Diddy Comb, whatever it is. He now, over the weekend, says that he has a new name. He is now going to answer questions to Brother Love. That's right. He is now going by Brother Love. But we know who the original Brother Love is, and that's Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard went on and, and, and made his statement saying, Listen, Diddy, I came up with a thing. I'm the originator of it. And now you're stealing my, my gimmick, my spiel, and you're answering to questions with Brother Love. Did, did he? But see, that's what Diddy does. He steals all these things. I mean, for God's sake, he had, he had many hits. And most of the, 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 the background sounds were from other old songs. But Brother Love, there's only one Brother Love, George. Mm -hmm. Only one Brother Love that you and I know. Oh, yeah. And I would know ever, ever, never 
compare anyone or even put anyone with that name because there's only one person that could say, I love you. <laughs> that's, that's good old legendary Bruce Pritchard. So, P.D.D., call yourself brother, sister, whatever you want to call yourself. But I am not calling you brother love. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, there's been rumors swirling out there that Paige might be returning to the WWE. In fact, she even posted a tweet saying that oh, something about someone chewing gum in the airplane. So, the internet went crazy. They assumed that she was headed to to um, to England and in, in, in their tour. Perhaps to appear on Monday Night, or Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Didn't appear on Monday Night Raw. But hey, we don't know anything about SmackDown yet. But, you know, I think with the women's division, George, and I think now more, more in SmackDown, they, need, they have Charlotte. But Charlotte needs something more. I think Paige would be a good fit. Yeah, um... I've heard a rumor anyway when uh, the whole Paige returning thing was going on that Paige was most probably returning to SmackDown anyway. Uh, I would love to see Paige to be added to the SmackDown roster. Not that they need more star power on that roster, but think about it. You know, Raw has Asuka, Bayley, Sasha Banks, uh, Alexa, Alexa Bliss. You know, the list goes on and on when it comes to the Raw roster. SmackDown has, let's see, Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch, Naomi, uh, let's see, uh, Tamina, uh, Natalia, Natalia and Carmella. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, I feel like SmackDown is not, again, I'm not trying to say SmackDown needs more star power. I just say it needs more competition because right now I see more like the SmackDown roster being that entertaining group of women while the strong style women are on Raw. And SmackDown needs that strong style women, and I feel like Paige is going to be the one to add it. Yeah, it should be a good fit. And, but I, I would like to see Paige versus Asuka, though. I think that'd be a nice match. Yeah, that's a dream match, but uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon. We're going to have to wait and see. All right, coming up next, Carlos Rivera. He'll be part of the tournament taking place this weekend in Mexico, November 11th airing on Telemundo and also NBC Sports uh, Network this weekend, $100,000 under nine. That's right, Carlos will have the opportunity to win that cash, and he could compete three times in one night. That's right, three fights in one night. So coming up next, Carlos Rivera joins us all the way from Mexico and uh, letting us know how he's going to be competing in his upcoming tournament. ¿Qué tal, Carlos? ¿Cómo estamos? Sí, sí, hola, buenas tardes. Yo vine aquí llegando a Miami. Ah, perfecto, perfecto. El goce de Miami. Este, bueno, vamos a hablar del no, torneo. No, 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 no te escucho, no lo escucho muy bien, te escucho como muy lejos. ¿Me, me escucho ahora mejor? 
Ah, sí, ya, está ah, mejor. Ok. Bueno, Carlos, vamos a hablar del torneo. Este, ¿Cómo te sientes ya entrando el torneo, ya, ya, ya que se acerca? Pues me siento bien, ya ahorita ya estoy con el corte de peso, que es lo más pesado, pero bueno, ahí seguimos los entrenamientos y bajando poco a poco para dar el peso el 10. ¿Y qué me puede decir de este, de este tipo de, de, de pelea? ¿no? Porque vamos a un torneo que posiblemente puedes pelear tres veces en una noche. ¿Cómo te preparas para un peleador para esta noche que, o sea, la, la pelea puede ser, el primer round puede ser tres, tres rounds, el segundo, la segunda pelea puede ser otros tres rounds y la última puede ser otros tres o cinco, dependiendo eh, lo que determinen los eh, combate América. Pero, ¿cómo, cómo te preparas eh, para esta? Porque puedes, vas a tener tres peleas en una noche. Sí, es un, es un evento, pues, sabemos que es una gran pace y, y yo creo que aquí la parte que es importante es este, el cardio. Yo creo que lo que tiene que trabajar más, ya que, pues, como te lo mencionabas, ¿no? Son varias, si es que vamos avanzando, son varias peleas y el acondicionamiento físico es el que tiene que sobresalir igual, sin descuidar ningún área, pero más enfocado el, el cardio en, esta, en este evento. Cuando dices de cardio, ¿qué tipo de ejercicio hace diferente comparado cuando vas a pelear una pelea en una noche? ¿Qué haces más? ¿Qué levantas el cardio? ¿Qué tipo de entrenamiento? Por ejemplo, pues una pelea regular, pues hacemos el manopleo, ¿no? Puede ser de tres minutos o de cinco. Yo ahorita hago lo doble. Si se manopleaba antes cinco, ahorita hago diez para agarrar más cardio. Igual correr, la montaña, el sparring, todo va subiendo. Le vamos subiendo la intensidad y obviamente ahorita pues va bajando, conforme va el corte de peso ya voy bajando la, la intensidad de los entrenamientos. Ahora hay varios peleadores que van a estar parte de este torneo, todo el mundo representando a, a su país, que da el orgullo no para un peleador representando a su país. este ¿Cuál de esos peleadores te ha llamado la atención que te gustaría eh, combatir en este torneo? ¿Alguien te, te, te llame la atención? Pues la, la verdad es que todos los peleadores son completos, no tengo ni uno con el que me gustaría, yo estoy preparado para pelear contra quien me pongan en la primera pelea y bueno, el día del pesaje pues nos van a decir contra quién vamos, ¿no? Yo voy a estar listo para quien me pongan. O sea que en este momento, aún ya casi dos semanas, por menos de casi una semana, todavía no saben aún con quién vas a enfrentar en el primer round. Sí, todavía no sabemos este, en realidad con quién nos va a tocar hasta el pesaje, me parece que va a ser por sorteo mm. y ya sobre eso pues ya vamos a ir haciendo la estrategia. Ya, o sea, pues, o sea que tiene unos par de minutos solo para para planificar y, y poner junto, pero con anticipación. Sí, usted, sí, sí. Ajá. Sí, claro, los días ya en el pesaje me ¿sabes qué vas con tal? Y ya más o menos nosotros tenemos un estudio de todos los peleadores ah. y ya sobre eso vamos a ir trabajando. Bueno, tu última pelea tengo aquí que fue en marzo eh, de este año, eh, o sea que el cuerpo eh, se encuentra bien físicamente, no tiene ningún daño, lo has cogido suave y ha entrenado aquí en las últimas seis semanas. ¿Cuándo comenzaste tu campamento para este torneo? Sí, de hecho mi última pelea que hice fue en agosto, en marzo fue un antes y en agosto fue mi última pelea que hice y bueno, ahorita sí me siento bien, me siento fresco, no dejé de entrenar y ahorita pues bajar el, el peso que es lo más complicado, pero yo traigo, siento que traigo buen ritmo de entrenamiento, nunca dejo de entrenar y bueno, esa va a ser la clave para mí el 11 de noviembre. Hablando de entrenamiento, ¿a dónde que estás entrenando aquí en campamento y con, con quién eh, o cuáles de los estos peleadores eh, es conocido, no? Sí, yo entreno en la Ciudad de México, yo soy del equipo de Bone Breaker, 
en la Ciudad de México. Y bueno, yo entreno ahí con el profesor Raúl Sen, Fernando Salas, con Toyer Montaño, con Perry Montaño, que estuvo en UCC, con Daniel Salas, el cazador, que estuvo en el TUF, con Leonardo Rodríguez, que fue semifinalista del TUF. Todos son compañeros que me exigen mucho y eso me motiva. Ellos, ellos son mis entrenadores y bueno, con ellos estoy haciendo mi campamento. Sí, precisamente yo estuve por ahí en Bone Breakers hace bueno, un poco más de, de un año. Estuve eh, allá en el campamento. ¿Tienen buen gimnasio por allá? Sí, pues tra tratamos de más bien. Tenemos pues profesores de todas las áreas de lucha, de boxeo, la parte de cycling, del acondicionamiento físico, nutriólogos. Eh, tenemos todo todo un grupo detrás que hace todo su trabajo bien para que nosotros lleguemos al 100%. Y bueno, eso me, me siento contento y me siento confiado con todo el trabajo que traemos detrás. Por último, sabemos que el ganador... Claro, no va a tener solo el orgullo de presentar a su a su país, pero puede ganar 100 mil dólares. ¿Has pensado lo que puedes hacer en el futuro con ese dinero? Wow, pues no, no, no del, del todo, pero lo primero que haría sería ayudar a mi mamá para las deudas. Lo segundo sería pues, apoyar a mi equipo con lo que se ocupa ahí en el gimnasio. Y pues ya lo tercero sería ahorrarlo para un negocio, poner un propio gimnasio. Eso sería lo primero que haría. Bueno, Carlito, pues muchas gracias por tu tiempo y te veremos ahí en el torneo noviembre 11 en Cancún, México. Suerte en este torneo donde posiblemente puedas pelear tres peleas en una noche. ¡Suerte, Carlito! Ya, pues, muchísimas gracias por todo y gracias. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Thanks everyone for tuning in once again to make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, Roman Show Media, also the same on, um, I totally forgot right now what I was going to say, but, you know, other social media things, but yeah, Roman Show Media on uh, Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter at The Roman Show. And of course, always live at theromanshow.com and visit our website, theromanshow.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel at rromano201 where you can see some exclusive interviews. In fact, we were over at the 80s Rock Fest this past weekend where we interviewed legendary rock band Dawkins. We got an exclusive interview with the band Doc Dawkins and several others. So head on over there and check that out for yourselves. And uh, we'll be out there at Ring of Honor this week. Make sure you say hello uh, when we're out there this weekend in Fort Lauderdale. Now, Titan FC returns. With, for, with more action for Titan FC 46, Pembroke Pine City Center, November 17. So a week from Friday. Tickets are already on sale, Ticketmaster.com. Jose Shorey Torres will be defending his title, his 135-pound title, uh, against Gleason de Jesus. We will be speaking to Gleason next week right here on The Roman Show to get his take on getting his first pro title shot. This is the first time he gets an opportunity at gold in the pros so we'll speak to Gleason next week and uh, trust me George Titan FC will deliver uh, Eddie Ballard will also be in action and many many other fighters that you do not want to miss so get your tickets for now Ticketmaster.com but if you don't live in Florida no worries you could always catch it live on UFC Fight Pass speaking about UFC we saw the great event this weekend UFC 217 George Rose Namajunas defeated the strawweight champion, Joanna Jerzyk. Joanna was undefeated. She had never lost in her entire career. And Rose, who came in as a stone face, 
personality, had no emotion, defeated Joanna, sending shockwaves all over the world. And we have a new strawweight champion. You and I watched this fight, George. Mm-hmm. Many people around us were shocked. But, you know, she was determined. She knew what she had to do to win. And now, uh, uh, Rose Namajunas is the current UFC strawweight champion. Uh, for the first time ever, too, we saw emotion on the face of her. So, like, because the last couple of times we ever seen her, she's been like the stone-cold person in the audience or in the weigh-ins. She never cracked a smile. And for the first time, we actually saw her smile and cry. So, but this is a young lady that was doubted. She was, everyone was saying that Joanna's going to beat her. And then all of a sudden, she came out with the biggest upset in, you know, in her, possibly in her career and shut up all the doubters. And you could see the emotion come out of her face when she won and when they announced her as the new winner. So much, many, many congrats to Rose for the win. And on top of that, you know, congratulations also for shutting up all the doubters. Yeah, and I think what needs to happen here, Joanna held that title for a very long time. She was the first champion uh, in that division. You got to give her a rematch. It's only fair. You know, she did, she definitely deserves it. But, uh, wow, really surprising how Rose defeated Joanna in a nicely fashion. No one expected that. It really came out as a surprise. TJ Dillashaw also shocked the world where he beat uh, Cody Brandt for, for the title. Uh, and now TJ is, well, he walked away very proudly uh, with the flyaway title. Well, uh, not the flyaway title, sorry, the, the bantamweight title. Walking around after all that smack talk that Cody and TJ had. And now rumors are swirling, George, that Uriah Faber might come out of retirement just to get a shot at TJ because TJ was talking crap about his team. Now, mind you, they were both in the same team. So Uriah is contemplating a rematch to get a shot at TJ. But there's another match that could be potential, and that is TJ versus Demetrius Johnson. As you know, Demetrius Johnson is the 125-pound champion. This fight was actually supposed to happen uh, back in August, but Johnson didn't want to move forward because he'd rather had set the UFC record uh, for setting uh, the 11th title defenses, which he did by defeating Ray Borg. Either way, this is another fight that can happen. It'll be pretty fun. This will be the, the what, second time now that Demetrius bumps up and fights at 135. It has not been assured yet, but, you know, why not? He's a champion in the flyweight. Now there's more reason for him to fight TJ because TJ is the 135 champion. So why not collect two titles? He, Demetrius pretty much has cleaned house in his division. So why not set those two up? Also, I'd like to say, Georgia St. Pierre made his comeback. He defeated Michael Bisping. For the middleweight title, George, George St. Pierre looked great, looked phenomenal. Dana White has said that the next fight for him will be against Robert Whitaker, the interim middleweight champion. Sorry, folks. It doesn't seem like you're going to get George St. Pierre versus Anderson Silva or Conor McGregor. We're going to have to wait potentially to see if that even happens. By the way, Anderson Silva has a fight against uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, like, uh, to be honest with you, George St. Pierre is back, and when he won this past weekend, like, people were more celebrating the fact that he's back than his title. You know, I, I'm not saying that the title win was nothing, but I'm just saying that GSP being back 
is the number one thing that everyone's actually caring about. Uh, because aside from that, like the the fights with people like uh, you know Anderson Silva, Conor McGregor, uh, you know all them could be could come eventually, could come with time. You know a lot of dream fights didn't just happen from one night to the next. You just have to be patient. George St. Pierre is back, and that's all that should matter right now. Yeah, he is back, and again, Dana White has said that Robert Whitaker is the next fight for him. But for me, and I know people might might disagree with me, but I would love to see the money fight. Conor McGregor versus George St. Pierre. Why not? Make it happen. Listen, it's going to be a lot of money, and who I'm sure Dana White is all for it too, as long as that money comes in. All right, final announcement. The UFC will be returning to Florida in February as they will be at the Amway Arena in Orlando. No notifications yet as to who will be part of that fight card, but that's right. The UFC will be returning to Florida, visiting Orlando in February. With that being said, we'll catch you right here in The Roman Show. We are always live on our social media accounts at The Roman Show on Twitter. Roman Show Media both on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube, our Roman one. But always find us live, theromanshow.com. With that being said, we'll catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. You haven't heard? Yeah, if you haven't on, you haven't heard.